Hey, welcome to episode four of this mini-series. And the topic for this one is really simple. It's just why you don't necessarily need to grow a business in order for it to be a good acquisition or in order to make money. This was really inspired by a podcast interview I did a couple of weeks ago on somebody else's podcast where they were really trying to dig into the weeds on exactly what levers I pull when I buy a business and what things and what tactics I employ in order to grow. And I had tried to make my point a couple of times and in the end I I kind of just had to say explicitly that really it's the wrong way to think about the space. Um, Because listen, every time you buy a business, you absolutely want to grow it. Of course you do. The faster you grow it, the more money you make. But what stood out to me was that all the questions I was being given was, okay, so what tricks do you have to grow it? What things do you look? What sort of special secrets are there when you're looking at a business so that you can double it or triple it? And I just felt like it was the wrong way to really approach the space. Because to some extent, those quick wins are largely non-existent. Yeah, you have them on some businesses, but those businesses usually have something else unsavory about them or something that you makes you want to pass on the business. And also the best businesses, the really good ones that you want to own forever, they don't necessarily have any quick wins and you don't necessarily know if you're going to be able to do anything to grow them. And yeah, you're absolutely going to try. But what you really need to do is say, if I buy this business and I pay this price and I don't grow it by a single dollar, will I be happy with the acquisition? Not will I be delighted, will it be amazing, but you know, will I be happy? Because what happens a lot of time is people, when they do see quick wins, for example, oh, hey, this business has a really bad marketing funnel. I can buy it and put some good marketing into it and grow it. And even though it's slightly overpriced right now, it doesn't matter because I'm absolutely sure I can triple it. What normally happens is they can't triple it or they can't even double it for whatever reason. Maybe just the business is inherently bad. You know, maybe the seller's already tried those things and you're not going to be any better. And then when you take a step back and you think, well, hold on, what have I actually bought here? You end up buying lemons more often than not. Instead, you think, okay, if I buy this business, are there things I can do to grow it? cool, there are, but if they don't work, is it still a sweet business to own? And if it is, then that's where you you pull the trigger and you go for it. Because in the space, one thing you really need to think of is if I buy a business and I pay three times or four times profit, four times EBITDA for this business, what's my ROI going to be? And the answer might be 20%. So that's pretty good ROI. So I'd rather take 20% from a solid business that makes me feel confident it's going to continue to give me 20% long enough to get paid back than buy a business that maybe is going to give 40% or I think is going to give 60% and then six months later the business has died. Because as I said on the podcast I was interviewed on, the only way to, like the best way to 
make money in this space is to just not buy a business that dies. It sounds obvious, but that really is, it's, it's that simple. You don't need to buy a business and do some magic in order to triple it and then flip it for profit. No, you just need to buy a good business and, and hold it and cash flow it. And so the only way to really get burned and to lose money, conversely, on the opposite is to do the opposite, to buy a business that dies. So when we look at businesses that we want to buy, this is exactly what we're asking ourselves. And yeah, if there are two businesses that pass the test, like, yes, if I buy this and it doesn't grow, will I be happy? Well, then, yeah, we're going to look at the one with the with the the better upside and the better growth potential because, of course, there's there's an opportunity cost with deploying your money on the wrong business that can't grow. But the point is it shouldn't be your strategy. Those are all tactics. Your strategy should be, I'm going to buy this business, I'm going to hold it, and life's going to be good. <laughs> and then I'm going to do all the other things. Now, that being said, if you listened to these podcasts episodes in the correct order, you'll know that in the previous episode, I talked about all the different phases and how Onfolio is currently developing our playbook. So we are going to be employing a playbook to assets we buy, and we are going to be thinking, what things do we do every time? But we're not going to be approaching from the sort of fixer-upper, flipper mindset that a lot of people have where they they really think, okay, I'm going to buy a distressed business or I'm going to buy something with a lot that's bad about it so I can make some quick improvements and flip it. I don't have a ton of problem with people who want to do that. I think it's, I don't think it's a scalable business model, but I think it's viable. And so it just doesn't suit what we do. We are much more in the kind of Berkshire Hathaway, buy good businesses and hold them forever mindset. And really, this is just a short episode. I just wanted to explain how really you don't have to grow a business in order to make money in this space. And please don't take that, don't interpret that to mean that Onfolio doesn't try to grow businesses. Just take it to say Onfolio tries first not to lose money and then it asks itself how it can grow businesses. And really, if you can do that and you can do it over and over again, then the sky is the limit and you don't even need to worry about creating money from thin air.